And a very good afternoon. It's Thursday. It is June 17th. I don't know if this is a premature celebration or not, but any opportunity, any chance to play cool in the gang, I say we take it. But let's start with some good news, shall we, on this Thursday. We've got some audio that is guaranteed to put a smile on your face today. Here are some of the hardworking staff at Toronto General Hospital celebrating a pretty significant milestone. Our first COVID case was March 26, 2020, and today we are COVID-free. How about that? The first time since March of last year, there are no, no COVID patients at Toronto General. Now, I'm not sure what is more significant here. The fact that there are now finally no COVID patients in the hospital or that it took over a year of struggle to get there. And uh, Mary, I think uh, when I see that video, uh, just heard it there again. I've seen it, uh, I don't know, half a dozen times uh, today. All I can think about is when we talk about celebrating, celebrate and honoring our frontline healthcare heroes for their incredible work, their incredible contributions in getting us to this point. Absolutely. They have been through so much and they've guided us through this incredible year plus and uh, we have nothing but thanks for them and all their hard work and their dedication. Yeah, without a doubt. And you can only imagine, uh, it's just great to see the smiles on their faces in that video and of course uh, the round of applause and we should all be applauding them because you can only imagine the struggle that they have gone through on a day in, day out, uh, week upon week uh, basis to, to get here, to, to finally get to the point where there's not a single COVID patient in the hospital. And, uh, you know, talk, uh, of course, uh, now turns to uh, phase two of the uh, reopening with uh, that news at the Toronto General and other more uh, positive news when it comes to uh, vaccinations and the uh, COVID caseload. Uh, to that end, the health minister and the solicitor general, Christine Elliott, Sylvia Jones, they are holding a presser at this hour. We're going to take you there momentarily, listen into their uh, questions. But first, uh, let's welcome in the head of the Ontario Science Table, Dr. Peter Uni. He is on the line and joins us here on 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. Appreciate your time as always. Good afternoon. First off, uh, give us your take as to uh, where you feel the province is right now. I mean, you just heard, as we all did, those cheering healthcare workers. 75% of the province has now received at least one dose, the first dose of the vaccine. Relatively uh, speaking, are you happy where we're at? Yes, I am. Um, we should not forget a few things here, of course, which is, uh, first of all, when we talk about uh, patients in hospitals, we're talking about patients on the ward. We still have quite a lot of patients hospitalized in the ICUs, and that continues to be the case. What we see now is it's mainly ICU occupancy, but luckily no ward occupancy anymore for uh, COVID. The other part is we're having our dear friend, the Delta variant, which unfortunately for all of us, is the real deal. Therefore, we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves, you know, uh, with uh, reopening plans, etc. We have a framework that is valid, which includes step by step with a three week interval between steps. And that's probably a wise thing to adhere to because we need to get vaccination numbers up more. And what we see right now with Delta is that it starts to grow. And we want to keep this under control as good as we can. All right. Well, no doubt the health minister will be asked this question in just a few minutes at the press conference. So let me pose it to you, Dr. Uni. Is bumping up the date of phase two, is that under serious consideration? 
I don't know uh, whether it's under serious consideration or not. I do not believe it's a good idea if we loosen restrictions indoors. If we just loosen restrictions outdoors, fair enough. I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. We can even have haircuts on the sidewalk or in the backyard. I don't care. As long as it's outside and as long as people are wearing masks. If it's inside, we need to be very careful because we really just are on a, at a crucial point right now with Delta. It starts to grow. And uh, if we don't accelerate even more our vaccination, this uh, could mean that we actually just will be in a, in a worse situation than we, well, what we are right now if we just uh, rush too much now with the reopening. Can I ask you for a little more clarification when it comes to hair salons and haircuts? Because uh, we heard from the industry yesterday uh, asking for the date to be bumped up uh, from July 2nd, their uh, proposed uh, reopening. But as things stand right now, where we're at at this very moment, you believe indoor haircuts, that that's a step too far, that's still uh, too dangerous? Correct. I mean, if we were to talk about a haircut between a hairdresser who is fully vaccinated and the client who is fully vaccinated, I don't have a problem with this happening indoors. But, you know, in the presence of the variant with partially vaccinated people, we are in a challenging situation still. So, again, everything that can uh, be lifted in terms of restrictions for outdoor space is fine. But indoor, we need to be careful. Also, with increasing capacity for retail, for example, you can fit quite a lot of people into a big box store with 15% capacity, for example. All right. Where would you like to see the vaccination rates, particularly fully vaccinated? As I mentioned, three quarters of us in the province have now received at least a single dose. Where does the fully vaccinated rate need to be, in your estimation, for us to get to a place where we can do and resume some indoor activities safely? It's not about the vaccination rate per se. It's about the vaccination rate relative to how well we control Delta now. So what needs to happen now is that in those uh, spots in the province where we already have a lot of Delta variant circulating, that we really get fully vaccinated people, the percentage there up to 40-45% during June. Um, In the rest of the province, it will be perhaps 20-25%. to And we need to keep plowing our way forward also with vaccination coverage for first doses. 75% is not enough. We need to make it to 85% in all age groups, everywhere in the province, in every single region. And of course, this will take a little bit of time, but we also have enough vaccines. So if we continue just to do what we're doing right now and don't rush with the stepwise reopening, we should be okay. How much does the Delta variant factor into things right now? And do we know how effective uh, the vaccine is, even if you are fully vaccinated, when it comes to the Delta variant? It's all about the Delta variant now, unfortunately. You know, Delta is now for us what Alpha B117 was for us in February, and that's what we need to factor in. Once we're fully vaccinated, we're highly protected also against infection, uh, as well as against Alpha. Um, And if it comes to hospitalization, you know, more severe COVID, already a first dose will help us big time and will protect us about 70%, 70 to 80%. So we're on the right track, but... If we just stick to first doses or have a lot of people who are still not vaccinated, depending on the age group, this could all backfire as we see it right now in Waterloo. So do you have uh, concerns even when we're fully vaccinated regarding the Delta variant? And could that hold up a further reopening the, the unknown when it comes to that variant? No, 
if we're fully vaccinated, all will be fine, but this takes time. Right now, we vaccinate roughly perhaps at 1 million doses per week. And if you think about that, that's a lot of vaccines, actually. We still need quite a lot of time just to make it to, you know, 60% of the population being fully vaccinated and achieving perhaps 85% of the population who are having received at least one dose. So we just first need to make it there. And, you know, the parameter to look at is really growth of Delta. If, if Delta stays, you know, at the flat level, a flat line, more or less horizontally, we will be okay. But right now it starts to grow. So this means we're always in this precarious balance. And this is this balance of power needs to be in favor of the vaccines and not even in favor of Delta. Joined by Dr. Peter Uni, head of the Ontario Science Table. Of course, Dr. Uni, we aren't the only ones dealing with the Delta variant. And what would you say to those who are criticizing the province and saying that Ontario is just being a too cautious, a little too cautious compared to other provinces and what we see going on south of the border in America, in the States uh, right now? There's a lot of people anxious, of course, to uh, get back to some sort of normal, get back to uh, life. What would you say to those who are saying that we're just being too cautious? Well, then they need to look at the epidemiology of this thing. You know, one of the challenges we have right now is that Delta is about to take over. It will be dominant these next few days in the province, and so that makes our life more difficult. If it were just about Alpha, as it is the case in most places uh, south of the border, we would be completely okay. I would be completely relaxed. You know, Alpha will go extinct very soon here in the province. All will be dominated by Delta. Once uh, places like Texas will start to struggle with Delta, the game will change again there. I can guarantee you that. So are you expecting our numbers to be on the increase uh, once again because of uh, Delta in the coming days and weeks? I hope not, or only very slightly. We will see where it goes. Right now, we're sort of okay. Again, if we continue the good work, we will be fine. But there's a scope to mess this up, and we don't want to go there. All right. To that end, looking outside of our country and even the U.S., numbers are once again starting to spike in the U.K. Is there any lessons that we can or should be drawing from what's happening there right now? Oh, by all means, first of all, don't open up too prematurely. You know, that's one of the issues. The UK has opened up quite a bit and they don't have the same fortunate situation that we're in. They don't have much mRNA vaccines from Pfizer. They don't have any Moderna vaccines. And that makes a difference too. It's clear that Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are more effective against the Delta variant than the AstraZeneca one is. And of course, uh, there was quite the reaction earlier this week to the fact that uh, full reopening in the UK has been delayed from the proposed date for another uh, three weeks, uh, I believe. And just finally, Dr. Uni, how much of that do you know is factoring into the decision making going on uh, right now by uh, the province in the health table that you don't want to reopen uh, too soon, only to have to lock down once again? Because as you well know, there is uh, plenty of people in the province that uh, are tired of lockdowns and certainly don't want to see another one uh, later this summer into the fall. That's exactly the point. You know, real leadership now means just to say, okay, we specify the framework, a roadmap. This roadmap, roadmap actually was a layout wisely and we stick to it. That's what I would hope what will happen. We will see where this is all going. All right. Dr. Uni, appreciate the time as always. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. Dr. Peter Uni is head of the Ontario Science Table.